0: Christ is risen, he is risen indeed, alleluia, amen. Dear friends in Christ, the last few weeks, things in our lives have been kind of morbid, haven't they? Turn on the news and we hear about body counts and ventilator use and estimates of a million dead, When you stop and think about it, our world is kind of a morbid place. Our world is really a dead place, isn't it? I did a little research when I was thinking about this. Every year in the world, 56 million people die. 56 million. That means every six years, the entire equivalent population of the United States of America is dead. In our own country, every year, a little over 2.8 million people die every year. You can even look it up on a more local level. Last year, here in Lincoln, Nebraska, 2,235 deaths. Here at Good Shepherd Lutheran Church, I suppose in an average year we could have anywhere between 5 and 20 deaths. Death is common. Death happens often. I even remember once as a pastor doing four funerals in one week. Death surrounds us. The Population Reference Bureau estimates that for every person who is alive right now in the world, there are 15 dead people who had come before they estimate that since the time that Christ lived and died and rose again there have been 60 billion with a b deaths 60 billion that means 60 billion funerals 60 billion graves We're just talking about people here, not mentioning all the other things that die. Animals, plants, insects, fish, all sorts of things. When you look at our world, it is a dead place. Everything's dying. Everything. Now, like I began, you've probably been thinking about that reality just a little bit more lately than you had before, haven't you? Because you've read about it in the news, heard about it on TV, talked about it with your neighbor or your friend from a distance. On Friday, it was even reported in New York City that the deaths for March were more than double the normal total. And earlier this week, the Center for Disease Control said that today, Easter Sunday, right now, was supposed to be the peak number of deaths in our nation for the first round of coronavirus. death. Everywhere. All the time. Will we die? Will we not? When? How? We have to ask those questions too, don't we? Because Coronavirus is not the main cause of death today. Heart attack, cancer, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, old age, abortion. All sorts of other maladies likely will end up on your death certificate whenever that time may come. But whatever you die of, Whenever you die, there's really actually one cause, one reason, one thing that's brought it about, sin. Yes, the truth is, sin is the biggest, hardest-hitting killer that exists in the world. More deadly than bubonic plague, than coronavirus, plane crashes, and the like, sin kills 100% of the people that it affects. It kills slowly, painfully, difficultly, and quickly, unexpectedly, or whatever ever adverb you want to come up with. Death kills completely, each and every time, every death, every last one of them, all those 60 billion and more, has been caused ultimately by sin. All the way back to the very first death when Abel was murdered by his brother, Cain. Julius Caesar, killed by sin. Napoleon, killed by sin. George Washington, killed by sin. Mozart, President Truman, or whatever other boring person you could think of, killed by sin. All death caused by sin all sinners eventually die. And the hard part is this. All people are sinners. Not just those people outside the church. Not just those people in prison. Not just those people in Countries that worship other gods, all people are sinners. Have you been doing the math then, dear Christian? Because if you have, it's a rather stark reality, isn't it? You sin. You are a sinner, so am I. You live in a world full of sinners. And all sinners will die. You will die. Maybe soon. Maybe from a virus, more likely from cancer, 23% of Lincoln deaths, perhaps from a car accident, maybe old age, but definitely from sin, from your disobedience of God, from your unwillingness to hear his word your desire to be your own boss, your hate, your anger, your selfishness, your sin will kill you. What do you do about it? How do you solve the problem of sin? You know, if it was cancer that was going to kill you, maybe you could get chemo. If it's a car accident, you'll put on your seatbelt and use an airbag. If it's the virus, you'd walk around in a mask and a glove and keep your distance from people, thinking that would keep you alive. But what do you do about sin? There's nothing. Not one thing that you can do about sin. You can't solve it. You can't fix it. You can't stop it from killing you. But Jesus can. That's what he's been busy doing during Holy Week, at least the first one, rescuing you from sin, from death, from the power of the devil, from this falling apart, rotting corpse of a world. That's why Jesus was born of the Virgin Mary. God, the Almighty God and Creator, come down to rescue us from sin. That's why Jesus went to Jerusalem, to the cross, and to the tomb to rescue you from death, to give you the promise of life, to take away your sin so that you might live forever. But wait a minute, Pastor. Didn't Jesus Himself die on the cross? Didn't He die just like all people die? Isn't He dead like all people will one day be? Yes, Jesus died slowly and painfully on the cross, but no, He is not still dead. And as Jesus died on the cross, death died with him. But now on Easter, he is risen, risen indeed, alive forever. All sin from all time, from all people in every single place he has paid for, taken it away as far as the east is from the west. He destroyed the very thing that sin led to. Death has been swallowed up by death. Oh, grave, where is your victory? Did you see it happen in our gospel lesson for this morning? The women go to the tomb expecting to find death. But it's not there. Jesus had risen. He was alive, resurrected, resurrected to live, not just back then, another lifetime, but to live forevermore, world without end, the way that is also promised for you to live. It is as Hosea writes, God shall ransom them from the power of Sheol, I shall redeem them from death. O death, where are your plagues? O Sheol, where is your sting? Or Paul, as he rephrases these words, when the perishable puts on the imperishable and the mortal puts on immortality, then shall come to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. O death where is your victory o death where is your sting behold i shall tell you a mess- mystery we shall not all sleep but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye raised from the dead and granted eternal life all for the sake of jesus jesus has raised from the dead and now his life counts for you as well. You will rise. All mankind will rise on the last day. Sixty billion people and counting. When Christ comes back to earth, he will say, get up and everybody will obey. And all of those, like us, Who have faith in Christ, who have been granted it through baptism, the hearing of the word, the feeding on Christ's body and blood, all of us in the faith will be taken to live forever in Christ's kingdom in peace, in joy, in comfort. There, the lamb in the midst of the throne will be our shepherd. He will lead us to streams of living water. God will wipe away every tear from our eyes. We shall no more hunger, thirst. The sun shall not beat down upon us, nor any scorching heat. Death cannot win. And that's our Easter joy. That's what makes this day so special. Death is destroyed by death. Death runs backwards. Jesus is alive, and you also will live forever. Dear Christian, Your Lord, Jesus Christ, on the cross, conquered death for you. He declared eternal life for you through his resurrection on Easter morning, and now you're free. Should a virus appear to defeat you, it doesn't matter. You will rise on the last day, though a car accident, a heart attack, Alzheimer's, cancer, Parkinson's, old age appear to defeat you. You still will rise. After you've been laid in the ground, in a casket, in a tomb, after your flesh has rotted away and been thus destroyed, yet in your flesh you shall see God. You shall see him for yourself. Your own eyes shall behold and not another. Your Redeemer, Jesus Christ, lives. And you will live also. Death, death is the biggest loser of all. Death has been defeated. Death is no longer your master. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.